Oh no, just like a watching party. Yeah. No, so like you go around to people's houses and then it's just like idea. watch the new like each episode at someone else's house. Oh, that's what you mean. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Now that'd be a good. Way. I was I was thinking more like everyone gets together and marathon just the whole thing. No. Up to the new season. Well, that could be a thing as well, but like you just like host. Yeah. Like yeah. Each person hosts a different one. Yeah. Okay. That. that and you can sense. have like Game of Thrones themed snacks and drinks <laughs> and horns, then like horns of ale. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think good. that'd be nice. So you need like how many episodes are going to be? Eight, I think. Season seven will have eight. Season eight will have seven. Yes. From memory, that's how it will go. Okay, because I thought but there was maybe due... I may change. I thought there was sixteen episodes left, but it might be fifteen. Yeah, maybe it was six. I don't know, but that may change though. That's scary. Because I don't want to overdo it and have filler for the sake of it. Like, eventually, yeah. like we're done, and they got to split into two seasons because one big season would probably feel a bit unsatisfying. No, that's fair. I don't know. But, like, it's just, I, I'm going to miss it. Yeah, I'm I know. miss it when it's over. It'd be weird. I imagine they'll do some sort of spin-off. Like, they'd be crazy not to. I have to take down all my posters. <laughs> <laughs> just boycott the entire fan base because it's not around anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, No, I'm sure there'd be spin-offs. Yeah, there will. I mean, it's such a cash cow, as if they wouldn't. It'd be crazy yeah. not to. And, like, George R. R. Martin has written that, like, that little side trilogy of books yeah he which did. focuses on um he's dunking an egg dunking that, an egg, and then yeah. there's which is just over there oh there you go on the floor just over there um and then there's other stuff as well yeah from memory there's like you can do anything you could just do about various prequel stories or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what have you been up to uh thought, like, we've taken a long hiatus yeah not but much. I mean, like, I feel like it's quite a normal thing to do over the Christmas and New Year's yeah, period. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Although it think, is late January I think we've now. All pretenses of this being a consistent release <laughs> of every. We'll two get weeks. we'll get back there. Yeah, well, once I move to Melbourne, it'll be easier. Yeah, I feel. and we have to do the uh, the yeah, yeah. the narrative podcast. Um, so yeah, you've just been sailing and working. Uh yeah, yeah. And I worked after that to make up for all the money I've lost. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no. and but in terms of the world. That's more interesting, but I mean, we don't really want to get into it because it's all mostly depressing. But yeah, um, yeah, Jesus, <laughs> I mean, you ever got a nose? I, I, I kind of picked up on something which I thought was really surprised. Just, just mm-hmm. a, a, something I think people might not have noticed is that everything's kind of gone into reversal, like it's flipped. Yeah, it's like the whole world's gone to opposites. The I've noticed that the Catholic Church and the Pope are more progressive than the U.S. government and yeah. the president. Because um, Pope um. What's his name? Not Benedict. Um, Francis. Francis. Thank you. Yes. Pope Francis was like, oh yeah, I'm totally accepting of the Big Bang Theory and evolution and science. Mm-hmm. And he's pro-gay and he's all this stuff. And he's like trying to modernize yeah, the Catholic yeah. Church, which is like, it's the Catholic Church. Yeah. That's not what they're about. But, like, <laughs> okay. It's really surprising. And he's like this insanely progressive guy. And you got the US government. It's just become the complete opposite of that. Yeah. Which scientists are afraid that they're losing, they're going to all lose their jobs and... Well, because science funding's been completely, completely cut. Completely cut. Yeah. Like, there's no grants. It's That's insane. Just... Research has been cut back on, they've like, all these environmental groups, NASA's have set, NASA have set up these rogue Twitter accounts to spread actual facts about actual science because they're all being hunted down by the government, more Damn. or less. It's insane. Yeah, and I'm following it on Twitter, like, it's, it's barking a science revolution because, you like... Know, but that's going to mean that, like, Elon Musk and that sort of... Although, the, I guess, all the space companies are sort of privatized anyway. No, no, NASA's not. Yeah. He's, he is, but... Yeah, exactly. NASA's well, under a lot of pressure now. But, like, they there's three big ones. I think it's Boeing, SpaceX, and um, NASA. They all compete for government funding. Yeah. Um, 
So, I don't know, like, I guess that it's going to be better for Boeing and SpaceX. I like, imagine so. And in terms of the competitive. Other, like, um, Russia and China, if they wanted the bigger space programs, they'd be better for them as well. Yeah. But in space, it's like, um, it's such a international thing. Like, yeah. ISS is entirely international people and it's, it's cooperation between companies and yeah. nations around the world. So, it's like... This is only going to harm it, I feel, actually. No, yeah, no, you're completely right. It's just insane, the whole thing. Um, we could make just have this entire conversation without mentioning his name, <laughs> um, I feel. Yeah. Um, 20% import tax from Mexico is going to build the oh, wall. Oh, yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> are they not a, I hope they're happy that they're now going to have to pay so much more for everything that they get from Mexico, which is a lot of yeah. their goods. And it, people aren't going to be able to afford... All sorts of stuff. How's that? How's that beneficial to the American people? The people just, who he's trying know. to help. I, I, I just don't know. It's also baffling. Um, did you watch um, College Humor has that spin-off series which got like funded by TV network. Okay. Um, it's called like Adam Ruins Every- Everything. All right. And it's just like why build like he does these all of these sorts of episodes and one of them is called Why Building a Wall Wouldn't Work. Yeah, she's like, I'm saying it, but like, there's so many reasons. <laughs> yeah, like it's slightly humorous, but okay. like it's also it pulls serious facts from everything and just like, yeah, no, nah, that's just it's just not gonna work. It's entirely redundant. Yeah, they want to get in, they can just get in. It's yeah, exactly. Just, it's just yeah, um, yeah. You know, good stuff's it's been just, happening recently though. Like what? What's in been reaction good? to all this? Well, some of it's good, some of it's bad. Uh, a lot of Nazis being punched, so that's always commendable. Like I did, okay. as everybody said, yeah, do not condone violence. Yes. But I feel like Nazis are exactly. <laughs> just, just you know, you know, there was that white supremacist guy. I forget his name. He was like being interviewed, and they're like, he just said some things, and he's a bit, you know. And then this guy just comes off from off camera, just whacks him right oh. in the face, and everybody's saying like, Captain America, Ninja Jones, now this guy, like it's the most American of traditions to punch Nazis in the face. Yeah, this guy actually he's been punched twice now on camera. Oh really? Guy, yeah, he just keeps saying stuff, <laughs> and now he just keeps getting punched. You'd like, learn after yeah, like the think. first time. And he's like, he's in Washington during the protests. Like, yeah, what sort of people does he think he's surrounded by? He's not. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Um, it's just, oh my god. Yeah, and then um. And then there was um, Shia LaBeouf has been arrested because his live stream got out of hand. So, but you know about this? No. Okay. So Shia LaBeouf, infamous. Yes. Person. <laughs> I mean, really, I don't even know what to say. He's a living art project. He's insane. Yes. Um, he's started this little booth. Mm-hmm. I think it's in Washington, and it's like it says he will not divide us. And like, you, it's like a live stream, a camera set up there that'll be running for four years, the entire time that he's Oh, president. really? Yeah. And you can go up there and you'll be like, he will not divide us to the camera. And people just come in and out. And he's been hanging out there for like the past couple of days. Yeah. Rallying up the people and saying all this stuff. Jane Smith was there because I think they're buddies. Okay. Um, but there was this one white supremacist guy was there, like getting all, you know, fired up and Shia just totally like harassed him. And then there was another dude... And it got really out of hand. Charles Wolf actually like assaulted one of them. Oh and wow! Arrested, and now like Free Shire is a uh, is trending and stuff. Fair enough. Yeah. So look, it's damn. Once, yeah, it doesn't make you any better than them. I understand that, but at the same time, yeah. Look, you can understand the yeah the tensions building. And I'm it's... I'm definitely not pro what's happening, but like I I mean like still got to wait it out and see what happens. Yeah. Well, personally. Yeah. Um. I don't be too opinionated, but I just feel like yeah. revolution is kind of the only only way out. Yeah. yeah, I feel like revolution's necessary. I think the world could do it a couple of revolutions, honestly. Um, there's a really good um YouTube like mini series that was going on. I'm not sure if it's still going. It's called um oh I can't remember what it's called, but it's by GQ. Mm. Um, 
and they have like a revolution miniseries. Oh, there you go. There's this guy like getting like all rallied up about like what we can do to like kick them out or like yeah. yeah. Kick them out. No, um, but like to like, like to like get them out of office. Oh, like, of course. Yeah. Well, there are several things that can be done. It's not easy. No. Um. um but yeah, yeah, I just like it was just like interesting to see the other side of it. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, like I don't know. I don't like. I I want to stay out of it and see what happens before I like. Because I mean, yeah, it does affect us, even though we're not. It does. No, absolutely yeah. does, and it affects. Our political climate and yeah it makes me worried that someone like Pauline Hanson can do yeah. well and become I um, a candidate for prime minister. I like ended up voting in the Dutch elections. Oh, you did oh, because cool. my mum was like, you know what, this could happen in the Netherlands. There's someone that's like like same values as Trump that's coming yeah, up right now. Yeah. He's getting lots of votes, and Is we're it like, mandatory there? Um, no, no, completely okay. optional. But like, it's also uh, like a 16 party system, I think. Oh wow, that's cool. And, and there's like, like 24 total parties. And they're all major as well. It's not like it's two big ones and a bunch of no. little ones. All... So like 16 major parties yeah, and 24. Cool. Like I think that's it. Like yeah, just but... from the top of my head. But it means that your vote actually yeah. has a lot more impact there because yeah, exactly. when you vote for someone, they just get a seat. Like... I think that's the way to go, honestly. Yeah. But Netherlands is pretty safe. Oh yeah, left um, liberal country. It's not, you know. Yeah, like as far as I can tell, there are there are like a few. Oh, there are everywhere, obviously. But like, well, the Netherlands actually started a in, um this international corporation to help with women's healthcare and stuff. Yeah. After just recently, yeah, and like in response to, you know. Yeah, well, everything that, that's been going. That on. guy we're not going to name. Um, yep. Signing that bill. <laughs> he who shall not getting, be named. <laughs> yeah, preventing women from getting abortions and like. Yeah. Uh, what was I reading? Is like, um, yeah, literally like a room full of dudes deciding what women can do with their um with their reproductive reproductive organs. It's just insane yeah. when you think about it on that most fundamental level. It's literally most basic of human rights. Yeah. Is deciding whether you can, <laughs> if you want to have a child or not. Yeah. And taking that away. No, it's, it's like insane. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I just, uh, I just don't know. But like, my mum has become like much more of a feminist now because yeah. of like what's happened. So she feels that like she needs to put more effort into that yeah. because like, exactly. but she's always been very like pro, pro women because she's like got the women's health center that she started up. Yeah, of course. Um, but just like, yeah. Oh my Even God. Even more so. But that, yeah. like, those women's marches were insanely massive. Like they were. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> like on this massive scale. So it's clear that it's this isn't gonna hold you know, we're not gonna have to put up with this shit much longer because if people it's, if it's literally fifty percent of the world wanting this, yeah. There's not much they can do to stop it. Yeah. But like my mum was um when we were voting, she was like going through each of the parties and seeing how much of the party was in like consisted uh, of women yeah, and where those course. like they sat in terms yeah. of like Yeah. So there was like what I ended up voting on was like two sort of left green um, mm. parties, um, which ended up just being like, like there was one party where there were like a few women, but they had much higher positions. And then there was another one where it was like 50, 50. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it was kind of just like spread out. So I think, sure. yeah, but like, just like things like that, it's just important to think about that, I guess. It like, is. But at the same time, it's important to, uh, I think because everybody, everybody's been saying we've been, we were stuck in a bubble. We didn't see it happening because we've all been, we all stay in our little bubbles. We're surrounded by like-minded people because we like to be yeah. agreed with. Um, For sure. So it's important to be aware of what the opposition and what other people different from yourself are feeling about everything. So that's why I've, I've actually started being, you know reading articles from 
people who I wholeheartedly disagree with, but like see what their thoughts on it are, because then it's, you get a general spread. Oh no, I like I completely agree. Casey with that. Neistat's video, um, him going uh, into Washington during the protests and interviewing people, just regular people on all sides of the, um, you know, Trump supporters, Trump protest, uh, protesters, protesters, all that sort of stuff. I've named them. God damn it. Um, damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was really interesting. Um, but you know what? The most baffling thing to me is that there were women there who voted for him, support him. And like, oh yeah, I'm really concerned about his stance on women's rights. And it's like, well, why did you vote for him? Oh, because I really don't like immigrants, basically. Yeah. Like their hatred for, well, not hatred, but their, you know. Distaste. Disdain. Distaste. Yeah. Or like their concern about immigration into the US is so strong that they're willing to go against someone who they know does not support their rights. Yeah. That's how, like, that's crazy. They care about that more about like that than themselves. Almost. Yeah. Which yeah. is really crazy to me. Um. Yeah. But you also have to, like, look from a media perspective. Outside of the US, he was kind of like, he who shall not be named, was built up as this um, this whole sort of, like, evil figure. But then inside the US, it was completely reversed. Yeah. Like, all of the media was focused on um, Trump being, like... Attention. Yeah. It's in- it was insane, yeah. Yeah. So it's just, uh... It's just, like, it's, yeah, it's interesting. And, I mean, again, I'm not gonna, like like start some of sort of anarchy or like <laughs> revolution i just like i feel it's like we have to see what's going to happen before well, we can yeah that, that's reasonable but i mean like it's not voting well like i i don't like saying that because it makes me feel like i'm just going to bystand to what's going to happen mm. but that's not like what i mean i'm like at least i'm going to give him a chance you're going to jump to conclusions yeah okay that, that no that's a, that's a it's a very um even-minded yeah <laughs> Of approach, and that's part. But I've got, I've got a conspiracy, not a conspiracy theories, but a, like a theoretical outcome from this, right? Really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So he's gonna befriend Russia. Yeah. And then Russia and America are gonna go to war against China. Jeez, <sighs> that's like worst case scenario, surely. Yeah, for hundred percent. Nobody wants that. Like that. No. Ruin the world. No. And then like you got to think about like where Australia would sit on that, because yeah. we have really good economical ties yeah, with China. We need them. <laughs> um. But then we're also America, yeah. America, so I think we should just stay out of it, to be honest. Um, yeah, or but like that is worst case scenario. That is real doomsday stuff. But like, like you could see that happening. I can and I can't because like even like running up to the the um everyone's pretty scared of China, man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean like, and I mean especially what China's doing, like military militarizing. Milita- yeah, exactly. Yeah, words, jeez. Um, there's islands and like taking land yeah, that exactly. isn't theirs. I think. Keep them in check, but at the same time, as like every every country needs to be accountable for what they do. But at the same time, I wouldn't aggravate them. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. Just, um, I think, I think, I, I hope that that even with the the governments that we have for Russia and China, I hope that they're at least smart enough to recognize that. Yeah, that it's just it's no one's going to win if yeah. they actively go out against China. That it's not going to be good for anybody. No, of course not. Wow, it's getting really serious. Yeah, um, it's going to be like fighting for. Like land on the moon. I love it. I honestly, it's kind of cool. International actually. space station's yeah. gonna be divided. <laughs> just throw, like they're like like boarded up like the things and just throwing stuff at each other. It is really petty. They throw it and it just like doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> it just floats away. Like oh oh okay. Um, <laughs> sabotage each other's like you know little foods. Like they put a hole in it so like can't <laughs> cook up properly. Like <laughs> no, I reckon they'd petty. be like very very good night and be like this is an example yeah, of what we could be. be yeah absolutely um, would 
But like I again, I'm very much an optimist in the way that the world. So am I. I think that you got to go for a rough patch to get to a to a better place. Yeah, it still feels like backtracking on every level, but you know. Yeah, because we'll like I like the idea of globalization, but I think in the short term it's going to be very painful for everyone. Mm. But in the yeah. long term, it means that like it's just I think there will be like a unanimous like minimum wage around the world. Yeah, I and think then, like, we'll get to the point where it all becomes the countries you, the place you were born becomes entirely irrelevant. Yeah. I feel. Global citizen. Yeah, exactly. And that's great. But then people obviously it's, everyone wants to react against that. People who are like, oh no, we want to keep our culture and our way of life. I think culture is very important. It is important, but you, it's hard to have yeah. in culture and globalization. They, they don't, they don't yeah. care well. They, they fight against each other. That's why you have these I have a tweet about this. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, right. I was like, I'm very for globalization, but I'm afraid about what it's going to do for our culture. Well, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's my fault exactly. Because, and that that's how radical extremist groups begin in any way. I'm not talking just yeah. Islamic based. I mean, I mean, even just people in the US or anywhere at yeah. all. That's how they start because it's in reaction to the overall consensus, the overall movement of, hey, we're, the world is changing this way. And they're all like, oh, hang on. I don't want to change. I want to go back to the roots. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, I feel like this should just be like, I feel like it's always important to hold on to your history and your heritage. Oh yeah, of course it is. Yeah. And I think that's very important to like get in touch with that as well. Oh. Yeah. Like I think it's very important to spend some time in like Outback and just like understand what this is and like yeah. what it's like. But then also be like modern and like well yeah for me it's a matter of human rights are paramount for me it mm-hmm. they they are more important than anything i think and if your culture affects um people's human rights if they if they dis- disable dis- dis- <laughs> prevent them from you know yeah having those rights and uh, living their lives the way they see fit and uh, you know health um healthy and safe safe and all that sort of stuff i think then it needs to be modernized. It needs to be yeah. changed. Your culture can be maintained, but it needs to be well, yeah. like the like what the church is doing. Yeah, like what the Catholic Church of all people is yeah. doing. Yeah, it needs to be evolved into into taking considerations everybody's basic human rights. And I think yeah. that's the most important thing. And I think, but at the same time, yeah, culture is important because without culture, we don't have much. Because that's where art, music, basic, you know, everything that we have that we hold dear. Yeah, that gives us meaning, kind of stems from culture. Oh, completely. I feel completely. That's a very, very deep topic well, to start <laughs> off with. Jeez. You're just like, hey. Um, I watched a documentary about minimalism. Minimalism. Oh yeah, so on... it's sort of come up on Netflix. Yeah, um, watched it, but I know it's there. It's really good, and I yeah. think I might follow through with it. Wow, I can be a be a minimalist. Yeah. In thought, mind, and body. Yeah. So like, I feel like at this point, I'm never gonna, I'm not gonna buy anything new. Hmm. I'm just gonna like either upgrade or trade out. Huh? Is that what the 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 way they approach? No, like for them, it was very much like minimalism is um. You just if an object brings like meaningfulness to your life, mm. then it has a rightful place in your house. Okay. Otherwise, it it's is just, not. It's just clutter. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Would they spot the whole like? everything every possession you have should be able to be you should be able to take it with you sort of thing no okay like um they do have like a like a oh i can take my whole wardrobe in my bag and like i feel like i'm like there's a few shots in my my cupboard like my my, my rack here that i'm gonna get rid of (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, but I think, as far as I'm concerned, I already have a very like minimalist wardrobe yeah. because people like when they come into my room, they're like, "Oh, is that all the the clothes you have?" I'm like, "Yeah." Wow, that's hard. <laughs> just says that. Um, well, I just don't need more. Like, well, I'm no, happy with what I've got. Yeah, like that's, that's, that's totally reasonable. Is it, yeah. When did minimalism start? Like, I'm going to say the 50s and uh, earlier. But it was counter to excess. So that um that does bring an idea for my next my next podcast topic. Okay, cool. Well, this everything we've been talking about so far, literally everything is tying into what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, so, really? Like, yeah, countering to the mainstream culture and whatever. Oh, good. So we're gonna like we're gonna like branch away from like a specific thing or idea and philosophical yeah yeah oh, it's all i it's like all that time back it's all we're breaking the bounds of like yeah of our podcast. the medium <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like i feel like it still holds true to the title absolutely does because so, yeah. The, yeah all yeah this this one i'm about to talk about does should i, should I get into it sure go for it we can always interject right. with more fluff yeah like fluff, we always fluff fluff. <laughs> yeah uh um, which i feel like always happens a little bit it absolutely does. You do need to do the introduction. I, do. I, was, about, oh. I was thinking, oh no, I'm, I'm rehearsed or anything. I it's always, okay. I it's okay. This. Yours are always on the, on the spot. Uh, on the spot. right fool myself. It always. Mm-hmm. Um, hi. <laughs> 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 um, no, what was I? Oh. That was a good start. You got a, you got a, a word in. I got a word in. I got, got a, <laughs> just, a greeting. Yes. Um, okay, welcome everybody to Before Our Time. Um, Woo. I, I, I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're here talking about the topics, you know, that we talk about. Yes, before yeah. our time. <laughs> and it's in the description, you know what it's about. Um, and yeah, I'm joined, as always, by Sam Muller. Hello. Yeah, hi. Hi. Say, so, wave to him. Um, over your, over your earphones, just give him a wave. Uh, and I'm really Tom and, and, what? Sorry, I just said that's not really working. Uh, well, <laughs> try anyway. It's like, it's like you kids yelling at the TV, you know, play school's like, you know, What's the letter of the day? They're all yelling for a door or whoever. So, you know, <laughs> they know that they can't hear, but you know it, it's the fault that counts. Yes. You wave to that mic- microphone, that yes. microphone or earphone or speaker, whatever it is you're listening. To. I'm really sidetracking. No, um, you're, you're doing well. This is a good introduction. <laughs> Look, yeah, sorry. And you are. <laughs> I already said I'm Tom Aven, but if you didn't catch that, there it is again. And yeah, we um are going to dissect some sort of topic, whatever that may be. Ooh. That, that specific episode, I want to say every two weeks, but that's not the case. Attemptedly. Attemptedly, yeah. We'll be more consistent. That's not even a word. word. Yeah, but... and you know where to catch us. We're on all the usual places. Yes. And yeah, I'm going to get right into it. What's the topic? What's so the topic? topic of the week um, is um, the punk rock movement. Okay. And in its entirety. And the reason it's all topical and what to bring it back in. Um, do you know the needle drop? Here's your music critic yeah. on YouTube. Anyway, he did a video because lots of people like have been saying with the presidential election, with this current state of the political climate, Aaron's like, oh, this is time for a new musical revolution. Punk rock's going to come back <laughs> in a big way and it's going to, you know, fight against the system and anarchy and stick it to the man. All that stuff. Yeah. I was like, that's great. But he's like saying, probably not going to happen. Music's not like that anymore. The movement's happened. And so it's not really countering anymore because that's become, that's been and gone as mainstream music. It's like, it's had its day. If it's if it's going to be a music revolution, it's not going to be punk rock because that's like it's it's passe now. Like yeah. it's not even a popular genre anymore. But it's because it's already been the most popular genre. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not going to be that. It's always going to be a completely separate genre to what what has been popular. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. So I thought maybe I could so talk like about suave jazz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe with scar scar Ooh. music. Who knows? Thinking um, for that. 
Like what, a bit what, I'm, what I'm trying to get at here is that Christ, um, <laughs> <laughs> is, yeah, the whole punk rock movement and how it came about and its whole history and what it was in reaction to. Okay. Um. Yeah. So where are we starting? We're Take start, me on a journey. Start in the beginning. Well, well it kind of came about mid seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly in the UK, as you can imagine, when it started, when people were there was plenty of unemployment. There's a lot of um disenfranchised youth, I'm going to say, um, and then looking for something to follow, an ideal to strive towards, and something that is not the, the main system, the okay. mainstream society. And yeah. through various platforms of art and music, obviously, and fashion and literature and various different um, ideolo- ideologies, mm-hmm. like fascism, no, fascism <laughs> anti-fascism, yes. anarchy, nihilism, um, and um, Marxism, that sort of stuff, yeah. uh, they formed the punk rock movement and it kind of swept everywhere. So by the 80s, it was just this massive thing. And you were, like, that's what they identified as. You were a punk if you wore those clothes. Yeah. Unless you're a poser. Don't like poses. Uh, <laughs> and listen to that music and that was your whole, for me, what I was their whole life. And it's, like I said, it's still around, but not in the same sense it does not hold sway over the music industry or much of fashion anymore yada, yeah yada yada yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm. any questions um no i think you've explained that quite well just oh like, sure like i'm gonna get more into it but like, yeah, yeah. Sort of, you know. just like the origins of yeah well then yeah. You want... i don't know um bring up immediately no let's keep on going let's just, oh, let's well, just powerful... do you listen to punk music um oh uh, it's just like that's a good question. Like, yes. So, yes? Yes. <laughs> yes? Yes. Okay. Let's just say yes. Name some bands that you listen to. Or is it um, more like just when it pops up, you're not going to turn it off? Or... Yeah, exactly. But again, I'm I'm a listener for all all musics. Yeah. So, um, no, like, I, I just like, I struggle to define like band names or, or okay. band songs. So, <laughs> I just don't really pay attention to that stuff. Fair I enough, just fair like, enough. I listen to what's... I have Spotify now, but like whatever's playing on Spotify. Okay. What just pops up. Yeah, well, a lot of people ask me what music you listen to and I'd say good music. Yeah. Like, <laughs> music I like. I, I don't specify certain genres. Like I just say I'm a mutt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exact, yeah. That's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it is slightly unfair. Anyway. Yeah. Back to what I was saying. Um, Would you listen to though, like like harsh, screamy punk? Yeah. With sure. all the raw emotion and power. That you listen has. to a bit, don't you? Yeah, I, think, I listen to quite a bit. I think yeah. I've heard like some of your music. And yeah. I've been very much like, yeah, this is cool. I like this. It is cool. Yeah, yeah. it is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't identify as that, obviously. No, no, no. If I did, I'd be seen as a poser, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I certainly enjoy a lot of the music. I had a bit of a phase where it was like the only thing I listened to. Yeah. And then I've kind of like diversified more. I've had yeah. a bunch of phases, but yeah. Um, oh no, I think that's completely normal. That's like, for most people, everybody had a black eyed phase phase. If you're <laughs> our age, it happened. Everybody's had one. Okay, mm-hmm. no, that's fair. Well, did you did not, or did? Oh you? no, I did. Yeah, there you it's go. about the time that I started playing bass guitar. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> so it was like first song I learnt was um, oh I can't remember the name of the song. Black eyed phase song though. Yeah. How old? Uh not too long. From like, the ten- end. I like. I honestly don't know. I'm a B. Yeah, that's probably it. Oh, there you go. Right, yeah. Really? Is Bake yeah, the best like, guitar in that song? I got a feeling. Yeah, might be that. I don't know. Look, if I listen to it, I'll <laughs> They're know. They're all pretty awful. Um, um, 
Yeah. It's still nice to go back to because I'm like, it oh is, yeah, this is this. Like, not like the music, but like this is the first song that I like. Oh, that, that's, that's cool. It has some sentimental value yeah. to you. But, yeah, um, exactly. For me, it's like, oh god, it takes me back to the primary school discos. And, <laughs> disco, and I'm like, oh god, no. Never had a primary school disco. Oh, uh, they're not very good. <laughs> takes me back to the, um, the first time that I wrote a song for piano and then performed it. Oh, really? And then that's after really that, good. I got a comment from a person who was like, oh, did you write that song yourself? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was wondering because it sounded a bit like... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> was it? Did... They were like, oh, it's really it's really cool. But like, it just like sounded like you wrote it. And I mean, fair enough. Yeah. I was like, I was like nine. Oh, yeah. Well, that's pretty young, man. I was, and I performed I was... it in front of like 200 people. So... Jeez, I had no idea. Like, I, uh, I would never have done that at nine. No, I was a old. young composer. Yeah. I called it grey because the keys on the piano were black and white. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's a pretty... Sidewards thinking for a nine-year-old man. Yeah, no, I was I was a young Beethoven, <laughs> um, and now I just make music on my computer. Yeah, yeah. Although, like, I want to get a MIDI keyboard. Oh, that'd be cool. Because again, trading it out. Yeah, um, oh, I see. Because so I have, have now, yeah. the keyboard behind you is from when I was like four years old and came from Aldi. Yeah, and still works. That's pretty cool. Like. It's just like it's very limited. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's capability, but yeah. Like, I could play Pirates of the Caribbean and Mad World on it. That's, that's all you need. That's, that's, all, that's I need. all people request, really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, they request Piano Man stuff. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's a, they're pretty on one wall, probably. Um, yeah. yeah uh, Sorry. Uh, no, that's okay. <laughs> Actually, no, back, back to what you say. Um, Would you want to produce music for people if they asked? Yeah. Would you, I assume you'd know how to. Yeah, no, for sure. I've like I've done Do a few tracks. Cuts. Check out my SoundCloud. I've got one song on there. There you go. Um, which is like a really basic four chord sort of thing, but it's it's yeah. fun. It's it's what we use for the um the introduction of the exactly. podcast. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that that you've heard it. It's yeah. pretty funky. Um, um, but if someone was like, "Hey, I'm want to be a singer. I need I need some like backing track." Yeah, some backing track. Would you be like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll like be down for you." Yeah. Uh, and like I know enough theory to get me past that. Ah, uh, that's uh, exactly. like you want it in this key with these chord changes mm-hmm. with and this like. Yeah. I mean, I'm not an expert, but I feel like at the, same, the theory is important mm-hmm. for understanding what it is you're doing and how to construct something, I'm sure. But like at the same time, it's a lot, it's still the emotional, like that, it's got to feel good. Like it actually sounds good. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this is very structurally intricate and it, it looks really cool on paper, but like, does it actually sound good? Does it actually make you feel anything? And that's kind of more important. Yeah. I'm very much for like making drum beats. I like, yeah, that's like, dude. that's so, so nice. And then you just, because I have a bass guitar, I can just play some live bass. Yeah, over it. absolutely. And then um, just follow up with some chords and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple stuff. Yeah, but it gets it gets people going. Yeah, <laughs> it's provocative. <laughs> <laughs> um, was that was a really good like veer off. Yeah, we just went off piste. <laughs> um, punk rock. Punk rock. Yeah. So musically, at least. Yes. It um started off with certain garage rock bands and stuff sort of really just um ramping up the electric guitars just really um sort of grungy yeah make it more grungy and more political lyrics more angsty lyrics yeah um sort of screaming a bit more and like just making it all harsher and more um what's the word i'm looking for distorted distorted yes Um, overdrive so your early two different things (laughs) although same same group anyway sorry yeah, no, I, yeah, it's good, it's good. um so the early groups that were doing that were like the sonics and like the velvet underground and the stooges and stuff and that's really where it all began mm-hmm. um and i said it was a lot of it was encountered obviously to maintain society in what they were talking about and what they were standing against but musically is against that folky hippie 
um, sort of psych rock stuff that was very popular at late sixties, early seventies. Now, like, we're not we're not really into that as yeah. much. We want something that's raw, yeah, and less like flurry. Like, as much yeah. as I like all that stuff. It's you know, hasn't got the same yeah something more coming. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping it real. <laughs> yeah, for the for the for the, for the real real folk. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and then from there it kind of just blew up. I mean, the Sex Pistols and the Clash and all that sort of stuff, it, it, it just got insanely big, and there were just new punk bands every mm-hmm. other week. And well, just like the evolution of punk rock, I guess, yeah, and yeah. like how it went down, Ooh. how it went down exactly. And then, so I'd say that the the real peak, I suppose, would have been the late 70s throughout to the um, early 80s, mid 80s, and whatever, okay. Um, and yeah, now it did become like it became like a staple of music, and um, sort of bled into other genres. You got like alternative rock mixing with punk, and like yeah. all that sort of stuff. Um, and then it's also the big pop pop punk stuff of the late nineties and early two yeah. thousand. That's when it was like a like a mainstream pop thing. Yeah, and some said people, well, most like actual punk people would hate that stuff because it's like yeah, because it's just like more it's mainstream. watered down, and it's yeah. got like pop hooks and stuff. But you can't deny it; it was pretty influential yeah and insanely successful stuff yeah um well, i mean there's a reason pop is called pop exactly yeah, yeah. But it's, it's it's odd to me that all those bands own comebacks now yeah like green day and blink 182 are releasing albums like last year i'm like it's very weird yeah but i think that they should acknowledge it at times they've had the time they should just you know i mean some artists i'm okay with them still hanging about because they're always trying to change their sound and they're less much less a product of their time and more just staples of music. Yeah. Like Miles Davis, Bob Dylan, they're, they're still making albums to this day. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, just keep doing your thing, guys. Like, Go you're on. great, you're Go talented, whatever. Even if all the albums are good, who cares? Like, they're just kind of... And I mean, they definitely enjoy doing it. Yeah, like... exactly. It's, yeah, exactly. And the fans will keep listening to it. But I feel like Blink-192 be like, all right, we're back. We're bringing back pop punk. It's like, well, it's not really a thing anymore. Yeah. Like, no one really listens to that anymore. Like, I don't see where you're getting this from. And yeah. it just seems relevant. <laughs> Honestly. But, I mean, you know, like, I'm sure people would listen to it. But people like, did. It, yeah. Speaking of um, Triple J Hottest 100. Oh, really? One of their tracks got in there. Nice. Yeah, good on my them. Thursday listening to that. Oh, what was that? I spent my Thursday listening to Oh, same. To yeah, yeah, I was at work. I just had a go in the whole day. It was, oh, nice. It was good. Um, I was in bright. Not being someone who does not celebrate Australia Day, that was... Yeah. It's a good alternative. I think I hope they do change both the date of Australia Day and the date of Triple J Hottest 100. Okay. I think that that's the idea. Yeah. Because they don't want to... Neither want to, you know... Well, identify with the actual... It date. makes sense, like, that it's... It's, like, a, a reasonable day to put... Oh, it is. The hottest it, one. Yeah, it is. On. But now, like, yeah. the, the well, I, you know, people's opinion on the whole Australia Day has completely changed. I think it's... Yeah. They don't want to... Yeah. Yeah. Don't feel too connected to it all, really. Yeah. Because they kept saying, you know, have a good day, but remember, everybody doesn't celebrate this day. And remember, you know, they yeah. keep going to remind people that they're not really, you know, not condoning yeah. <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, what I was saying. Yeah. I mean, the, tra- the track that they got in there, the Blink-182 one's called Bored, Bored to Death. And yeah. that kind of... For me, at least, describes the album pretty well. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, oh, it's fine, I jeez. guess. Like, I'm being good hot. I do enjoy Big Buddy too. Um, they're old stuff. Yeah. Anyway. But... um, Yeah, and punk just became, like, this full lifestyle for people. And it was like, anti-against, uh, in reaction to disco as well. Okay. Which was, you know... Yeah, because they are two... Pretty, pretty different. <laughs> distinctly different things, yeah. yeah. But then so was hip-hop. Hip-hop was... A, a reaction to disco. I feel like one was a British reaction, one was the American reaction. Yeah. New York and, you know, London, respectively. 
Um, but I mean, like, hip hop has been a big, big influence as well. well. That's gone. Like, pump became mainstream at one point, but isn't so much anymore. But hip hop is is the mainstream now, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah, all of music derives most of what it does from hip hop in some way or another. Yeah, like even like beats, for example, like what we were talking about. So, like, they're basically all. It's like this one beat is like in this everything. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like the same thing. It's just changed and modified, but it is the same roots. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. I think. Um um yeah, and sort of as it grew more popular sort of spread around the world and we've had various punk bands from appear from various places bringing different angles and everything and yeah, and like I said, there's literature, there's all, all sorts of stuff. I okay. think it's, it's really cool. And like, yeah. And I think it's important to recognise, hey, that that was a thing that happened. Um, and that's, it's a still a genre that's around, but that's never going to be mainstream again. It's never yeah. ever going to have, I, I, I mean, maybe, maybe it will, who knows, but I just feel like that's pretty unlikely. It's yeah. Not what, the, not what the kids are listening to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, like personally, I feel like maybe like jazz is making a bit of a comeback. Maybe. That'd but be cool. That's because That'd be really cool. I'm just really into like jazztronica and like glitch hop and like, yeah, okay. it's this sort of like that's funkified. Still pretty, that's still pretty niche, niche stuff. Yeah. It is like. It is for me, but that's because like I've had a really jazz sort of background. My dad was really into it. I studied yeah. it at school. I've like I like the first few festival music festivals I went to, although I don't really consider myself going to them because I went against my will. But um, <laughs> uh, was like the Wangaratta Jazz Festival, the oh, Jazz right, and Blues yeah. Festival. So oh, I would cool. literally just be brought up, and I used to hate it because like I was just kind of forced upon. Yeah, me. as a kid, like oh, this is pretty boring. I don't. Want but to then like when I started playing it, when I started getting really into it, and like there's sort of freedom that you, you have. appreciate it much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I just really like this sort of upbeat sort of funk that comes with this sort of like new branded modern jazz. Yeah, oh, that's really cool. Um. And if you're interested into what I what I mean by that, go yeah. check out Grammatic. 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 He does like a um although Stairway to Heaven wasn't really a thing, but he like does a like upbeat sort of Stairway to Heaven. Oh, okay. So That's really like, cool. But it, like, it's got like a like a like a jazzy funky thing. Yeah, like it's got like a beat track. Like, okay, cool, cool. Over under the top of it. Under the top. <laughs> <laughs> under the top. Yeah, I know what you made. But um, yeah, it no, sounds really cool. funky. What was I going to say? Could um, chuck 10 seconds in. Hmm? Could chuck 10 seconds in. Into this? Yeah. Why not? Allowed to? I um, suppose. I did use those, those. He's a really cool artist. He's okay. like, he's like, I put all my music on torrent websites. He I doesn't want it, care. I want it to be free to, get to listen to. That's really cool. Yeah. You can respect that. Like, I understand. You got to make money. <laughs> he started his own music label. Did he? Yeah, it's called, I oh, think, Low Temp. Oh, that's really cool. I had no yeah. idea. There you go. Yeah. Um. Well, it also there's a lot of jazz being mixed with other stuff like Flying, oh, yeah, yeah. Flying Lotus and people like that and mixing it with various other genres. Um, I was gonna say, uh, um, <laughs> sorry. Okay. Right, yeah. So, do you have any questions about punk? Um, oh, geez, putting the pressure on. Uh questions, 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 and answers. Or anything you want to say, statements. Uh, who's Who's your favorite punk rock? My like favorite band group. Yeah. Um, probably Misfits. Misfits. I know yeah. they, they, they're popular. It's a bit, bit cliche, say, but they're, they're they're pretty fantastic. Was it when we went to Noosa that you were um really into? No, a bit later. Okay, a bit later. Because I think that's when I was like, you were showing it to me. I remember like being really? on a car trip or something. Okay. And you were like, "Hey, check out this." I do remember that. Yeah, we must have been on the bus. I don't remember who it was. Yeah. Like, I don't remember who I showed you. I don't know. It just seems like who was it, I listening to at that time? I like. But I just remember like being in the sort of outback. Not like Outback, Outback, but like just like on a mountain road or something. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to get the bus to get to get, to get there. Yeah. I, yeah. I, know, I know what you're talking about. I have no idea who I showed you, but like, yeah. 
That could be anyone, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, um, I also love uh, the famous punk poet, as she's called, Patti Smith. I'm mm-hmm. a massive fan of everything that she does. Pretty impressive person. Um, yeah, and just, just I like obviously all the, the main groups as well, but I, I try to find some more obscure smaller groups that are still around that have been around at various points and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was that was my one question that i thought of okay um yeah i'm just like do you know what it's been well i guess it was a little bit of rebellion against disco like you said but are there any sort of external influences from that like external influences. that are like kind of built up from yeah yeah i can go through those right now because external like just like like what it like besides the whole idea of it being a rebellion from against mm. disco and okay well it's not the music but also like the you know ideal ideologies like i said before anarchism and yeah nihilism and marxism yeah yeah you know, against the capitalist ideals and yeah like, the whole so like anti anti everything <laughs> all that sort of stuff. yes yeah, yeah it's yeah. all pretty passe now but, but like, at the time that was pretty revolutionary people really weren't doing that sort of thing yeah um but i mean like musically where the um yeah Oh, well, I said it stemmed from garage rock becoming okay. harsher, and um, yeah, I, yeah, like I said, in reaction to the popular genres at the time. Yes. Um, and in terms of like the way the the musicians acted, you know, getting violent on stage and acting all like snooty and stuff like that, and yeah. sort of you know, like they really didn't care about anything at all, and they just did music, and they weren't even like, for example, like Sex Pistols weren't even particularly talented. Yeah, like Sid Vicious is the most untalented guy ever, <laughs> but it was the whole look and the attitude yeah. and the fact that he just got up there and went crazy, and that was more important than the fact that he actually knew how to play guitar. You know yeah, what I mean? like that's. I'm not saying that least, there's, there's more people, of a focus of on image. Yeah, than well, at least there was the, some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a lot about image, and that really shone. Like, I, I, that's not the case for a lot of them. Some of them are back in the day were genuinely really talented, but at the same time, a lot of the groups were just about the image and just projecting that to the people and just encouraging a certain way of life. Okay. Um, it didn't seem to me that these old, these old people who are still living that yeah. lifestyle, like you see these like sixty-year-old couples who are still like dressed like punks, like and like they're doing the whole thing. It's quite funny. Yeah, you gotta respect that. They have like niche punk festivals though. Yeah, like, they in do. Europe. They would. Yeah. yeah. And it's usually hippies. like oldish they're people. Hip- yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're still hippie families that are like kicking about and they're like living in their little trying to settle, settle new towns yeah and... exactly yeah even though it's like that's long long gone in terms of movements but you know yeah. do what they do you do you man you do yeah. you um do you want to talk about what you're going to be doing uh in terms of stuff in terms of living oh boy um what do you mean <laughs> just in the coming year like what's the plan well, start uni i'll be living on campus all yeah. that stuff um in terms of any new media that's being put out my own personal projects and whatnot yeah, yeah. um oh don't I'm not betraying you. Okay. But I may be doing another podcast. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> I know. Rough. You can be on it if you want. Okay. okay. Um do you remember my friend Jake that you might have met? Yeah. Yeah. We want to do a show where we just three people, um, here's an idea, I have an idea, we pitch them at each other and then one person decides which one they prefer. Okay. And there'd be an idea for anything. And which one does every now and then. We've only we did a test warm up episode with like five people. We're not sure if we'll keep it. It was yeah. It's, a bit, it's so weird doing a podcast with just more than two people. Yeah. Because there's like all these different voices. Kind of, it's like, I, like the mic, only the one mic. I'm like, I have no idea how it's going to sound. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what I was thinking is we might actually, if you're okay with this, put it on the same SoundCloud. Sure. And make this like a multi-podcast 
page. Okay. Because I don't want to pay for, for no, more than one enough. page. No, fair enough. Fair enough. And I'm thinking once we had the narrative, I mean, they'll be on here as well. Yeah. So I figured we'd have like this platform, have various podcasts, various playlists, and like all under the same before our time banner. Yes. Can totally do it like that. Yeah. I would be like, think that we're big enough to call ourselves a network but <laughs> no, that's, that's the general idea that's cool know. and like any exposure that one podcast gets means the other podcasts exactly. get pod- exposure yeah, yeah. so like it's a win-win true, true, true. scenario precisely um but like yeah if you want to if you want to invite me on i'm cool Absolutely. with that <laughs> he wants guests we need a guest we're <gasps> next episode we need to have a guest oh sweet you said 10 right 10 10 there's a number oh, nine. yes yes ten. we need another ten. episode for this episode he can come onto ours and i can go onto yours sure. or Whichever way it works best. Or someone yeah. else or whoever. Yeah. Someone famous. Ooh. <laughs> um, I don't know anything. No, it won't. Yeah. <laughs> I know some like small time YouTube celebrities. But yeah. Eh, something. That aren't really celebrities. Okay. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what else am going to be doing? I'm doing my, my big script. Like mm-hmm. a full screenplay. I've been really doing like hard called in-depth research and like studying screenwriting and stuff and yeah doing all these reading all this extra stuff of topics about the subject matter and all that and like probably trying to construct it properly not just be like oh, right put some words on the page like actually understand what it is i'm doing and how to construct a screenplay and all that and i know i'm going to learn all that when, I, when i'm at uni but like i feel like this is really important stuff that i'm on hand sort of hands-on experience that i won't be able to necessarily get there so yeah yeah that's what i've been doing as well um how did that script end up going with you and Henry. That we didn't you were... win, if you're wondering. No. We never got callbacks, so who knows? Okay. It was good in the end, and we were happy with the script, but like, yeah, we answered it into the comp. I'm sure there are a lot of people. Yeah. I don't know. Are you going through with filming, though? Well, I can, yeah, I think we're going to. Yeah. And we might do a nice um, short as well, but I think we're going to touch up maybe a bit more, maybe make some changes, but then we'd love to cast it. And once you've got a cast, you need it's like the one location. I've got all the equipment. Yeah. We could just film it whenever you want. Because I was very, very keen if to, you'd like to, yeah. to get a foot in that. Sure. That, the... <laughs> And you have to pass the audition first, but yeah. Okay, no, <laughs> I'm joking. We'll just be people we know, probably. Oh, no, no, like, if you want to audition, that's cool. That's cool. I'm joking. I don't yeah. know how to act like, for shit, wanna, so. <laughs> who knows, honestly. No, people do, obviously. Um, but, like, yeah, we'd love to do that. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Um, okay. That's really, that's really it. Um, I saw, well, since we talk about YouTube a lot, I thought, what do you think's going to happen this year with YouTube? Oh, this with year. going on. Do you think, I feel, I'm predicting a max ex- exodus to Vimeo, or is that just me being... Are really precocious. Like I don't. Maybe that's maybe that's not not gonna be that bad. Um, that's tough. That's really it tough. Just seems like they just keep bugging up, bugging up. Yeah, but like, I think eventually they're just gonna have to realize that it's a platform for the fans. Yeah, and it was like, intended as a place to share information and yeah. videos and content, not to like monetize. It's not a like, TV network. Yeah. It's not a TV station. You're not making shows. Well, for like, profit that people will sit down and watch it. It's totally separate. It's yeah. a social platform as, as as well as a media platform. It's and like, just like I've completely forgotten about YouTube Red to be honest. Yeah, like, it's I still just, it's still there. It's still, I don't know who's watching. Yeah, but I guess kids. Yeah, because they would probably ask their parents like, hey, "Can I pay ten bucks a month to watch PewDiePie run around a ghost house or whatever the hell yeah. on there?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, sure." It's harmless. I don't know. Yeah, but they literally forced the big channels. Like, they blackmailed them into, into joining. I'm like, what? Yeah. They literally, like, will shut down monetization or shut down your channel or whatever. Or basically make your life a living hell if you do not make a YouTube Red channel because we need you because we're not going to do this unless we have big names. But, like, so take PewDiePie, for instance, right? Yeah. He's sort of fighting, like, for the people. I know. In a sense, because... And good on him. He na- if, the they lose, if they lose him, then that's it. Like, yeah. 
Like that's, that's exactly. What... He's such a staple of YouTube now. Yeah. That they're kind of screwed without him. So he's going to really push them, them their boundaries. So hopefully he can start making positive change and good on him for yeah doing that using his power for for good yeah um but i like i honestly don't think it's gonna die anytime no, soon okay. it might become it's... depopularized and maybe. like maybe alternatives will come along when i say people leaving i don't mean like the general people who go on there just to watch vine compilations or whatever yeah or like you know lists on watch mode i mean like the people who are actual youtube viewers watches and like they have very like devout fan base people and like they follow a subscriber and they watch all their videos and they yeah. comment and they you know interact with them it's like it's the, like us yeah who actually properly are invested in that not those people who you know go on them like oh cool facts about feet yeah like uh, apparently that's like yeah that's stuff that they're promoting the most though that's yeah. how it gets most views just dumb lists and i know and it's just it's, well it's just easy so much, easy info yeah like, no, but there's so much more to it yeah <laughs> there's so much more interesting stuff like there's some crazy cool video essays on there that that and they're getting traction, but like at the same time, I just feel like. Just... <laughs> I think I think it's about time for a new platform to yeah to arise. That's what I feel, but then, like I'm sure there are some, but not not besides Vimeo, I can't think of anything else. Yeah, there's there's this um, it's like four companies though, hmm. um, but you like the company pays like ten dollars a month or so, right? And then it means that there's no ads, and it's just like you can get people's email addresses really easily because you just, at the end of the video, it'll be mm. like, go on to watch this. But it's like, that's more for the producer than the consumer. Oh, okay. So it's like, oh, here's like a video about our company. And then it's like, instead of like YouTube directing you to another video, the mm. company can be like, well, we want you to watch this next. Or you can put oh, your email okay. in here to like yeah, yeah, that's a, stay updated about this. It's a pretty different approach. I don't know if I would catch on. Oh, no, no. It's like literally just for... Like very business side, very okay. like yeah. But I can see the practical application of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should start wrapping things up, I suppose. Okay. Anything new that's that's coming out soon? Any videos on your channel or? Oh no, 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 no chance, <laughs> no chance. Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess we can keep you updated on the narrative thing whenever yep. that starts taking form. Yeah, we Hopefully can soon. start doing can start... some casting for that. I think yeah, we'll start casting and picking people, even if we before. We've flesh out a script even yeah. before then just to have a good idea of who would what would because we want the characters to like coincide with the sort exactly. of That's characteristics of people um and uh, yeah okay do you want to like yeah we could start this weekend even this this weekend yeah if not like want, like yeah. start like forming some sort of if you want to like properly structuring it all, yeah that'd be really cool yeah i want to get I, like a character like, so we want to leave free floor flow so we can still Episode by episode, yeah. Change each but we thing. we want underlying consistency. Yes, we don't want to like yeah. And maybe start narrowing down what we're going to focus on. Yeah, because you need the important thing I've learned reading this book about screenwriting is limitations are better for your creative process. Yeah, you it'll be better if you actually limit yourself. Like okay, these are the exact settings that we'll focus on. The exact characters we'll focus on. If it's like it's about the whole world and everything, it's like yeah, you're gonna be it's gonna be a mess. Like you gotta and you have more creative creative ideas when you've limited yourself <laughs> yeah with certain conceits and settings and whatever the hell yeah yeah okay. all right i think we can wrap things um up. i've got a good quote to leave us on oh nice um love people not objects because it never works the other way around oh and that's that's minimalism for you that is really nice and that's also what are all those people who have relationships with blob dolls and well, no, I mean, just like, Balloons and if you value objects more than people, <laughs> yes. or like, I, I, no, yeah. no, no, it was, sorry, love people and use objects. 
because the other way. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because then, if you use people to love objects, yeah, that was it. Okay. That, and that I thought was, that was a really good quote. That is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should end all our episodes with quotes. There yeah. you go. Let's do that from now on. The quote of the week. The quote of the week. <laughs> okay. All right. Lovely chatting with you, Mal. Yeah. You too. You too. Good to get back into it. Yeah. What? back like properly i know we said that last time we're, we're back properly like and we'll we'll be much more consistent this year 2017 Ooh, every although every we're doing more weeks. projects so like the consistency for one thing might go down but we'll i think we'll release oh, that's a good point that's a good point we'll no, release it'll be more fine. content it'll work out yeah you're, no, you're fine exactly You'll exactly live. anyway um i hope everyone out there is doing okay yeah thanks thank you for listening yeah thanks again for listening stay strong everybody Keep um, doing what you're doing. I love each and every one of you. Absolutely. Equally. Even if it's the first time listening, love you much or just much, maybe a bit less than the people who listen to all of them. Because like... there's that one guy listening to all of them and I'm like, respect. Oh. I'm so impressed. And it was not even someone we know. Well, oh, like, really? I'm like, oh, thanks, mom. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. We have a cool. listener. Yeah, yeah, we have a listener. <laughs> we have a subscriber. <laughs> hey, we've passed 200 um, listens as well. Nice. Yeah, we're getting somewhere. We're getting it's somewhere. It's slow yeah. and steady. It'll take a while. When we get, you know, 100,000. <laughs> I mean, just on SoundCloud. I, I yeah. found out how to check on you, on iTunes as well. So it's probably about the same on on iTunes. Maybe it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's even 400. Who knows? Yeah, but yeah. Whatever it is, sweet. Okay. Should, do we want a goal by the end of the year? All right. Let's go for 10,000 listeners Whoa. by the end of the year. <laughs> it, just, it just means that we have to put episodes out there. All right. Because if we've got like... 10,000 listens. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's what, a lot, what, man. What's that? 200 from nine? So then, then you need, oh, nine times five, nine times 50. What does that give us? 450. Hang 450? Wait, what are you trying to figure out? Nine times 50. No, let's, let's say, no, hang on. 450. Our average episode at the moment gets about 50 listens. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So let's say, let's do 10,000. Divided by 50. <laughs> 200 episodes. Let's do it. Let's, there aren't let's... many week, double weekends. In a, in a year. <laughs> that means we literally have to do four episodes a week. Oh my god! But like I, imagine, I would die. We're not we're not accounting for our successfulness. True. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's just maybe write it back a little bit. Let's okay. Let's just 2000, say two thousand. Two thousand. Two thousand. That's nice. And if we beat that, great, because we'll feel better about ourselves. Yeah. If we don't make it achievable. Exactly. Okay. Lower lower your expectations. <laughs> so everything always satisfied. That's what I say. Is that the quote for the week? That's, that's the quote for the week. Lower your expectations. Lower expectations on every aspect of your life. Don't, don't. Expect Strive for more. Awful. Nope. Then, then everything's great. No, it's an awful way to go. <laughs> anyway. I mean, like, I guess it works. You never disappointed us, by. Yeah. It's hard. Um, I hope you have a lovely week. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were wrapping things up in the week. Got started. Anyway, yeah. No, that's, that's the whole idea of this podcast. Thanks again. What's your catchphrase? Is, well, you've got a catchphrase. I don't. Oh, yeah, mine was flip flop, wasn't it? Yeah, flip flop. Flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flipping a flip and put a flop on it. And if yeah. anyone's interested in development, they'll, they'll know. Yeah. Flipping the, flipping the flop and the flap. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's a low blow, blah, blah. Anyway. Um, what about Rick and Morty? Excited <laughs> for that? <laughs> yeah, whenever that happens. Uh, It's soon. Act it's legit? Soon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I like it's like, like actual soon, soon. Not like the coming months. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. I, I don't mind. I wrote, like I said, sorry. take that time, make it good. Don't rush it. Yeah. 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 Cool. Good, good See you later, everybody. <laughs>